The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk. Elsewhere, you might have seen today the Justice Minister Helen McEntee uh, in, her, in a bit of hot water herself today. We might come back to that too. Uh, she has sought cabinet approval uh, for a proposed uh, extradition negotiations between Ireland and the United Arab Emirates, the UAE, to do with members of the Kinahan cartel. Nicola Talent is an investigations editor with the Sunday World. Nicola, thank you for joining us. Um, this is not a, a, an extradition deal. It is negotiations. How significant is it? Well, it's obviously beginning, um, you know, as we await the file from the Director of Public Prosecutions in relation to Christy Daniel and Christopher Jr. Kinahan. Um, that file went in a couple of months ago and is likely to come back. Um, I think there's high expectations that charges will be brought and we'll be officially looking for them back here before the Special Criminal Court, you know, at some point next year. So all this sort of, you see this political sort of end of it between the Garda Commissioner Drew Harris visiting out there in Dubai and now uh, Justice Minister Helen McEntee starting this sort of negotiations. As far as I understand it, we don't get an extradition treaty. We get some sort of a agreement, basically, um, as we've seen with other countries. The the Dutch have got a number of criminals back and the Italians have business partners, indeed, of Daniel Kinahan. So that's how the UAE deal with this. It's kind of on a case by case basis rather than subscribing or signing up to, to, to a more broad treaty. Yeah, because my understanding is that you sign up to a treaty with another country because you sort of accept uh, their laws and they're similar to your own. So in other words, if we were signing a treaty with the UAE, we would have to accept that they might come looking for some of their citizens back there for charges, you know, around maybe public drinking offences and things that we wouldn't have or agreement with. So it's kind of more a pact. Um, and, and yes, it's on a case by case basis. We would go to them with our case against X, Y or Z. Mm. Um, usually that case is stronger when there's a warrant in place. Now, there's already a, a warrant in place for Sean McGovern to be extradited home for the murder of Noel Duckegg Kerwin. McGovern is still very happily settled in Dubai along with the Kinahans and was named during the sanctions as a high-ranking member of the organisation. So, you know, that has always been, to me, a, a little bit of a red flag as regards what's going to happen when it comes to the Kinahans. Um we should be already, we should have been in, in negotiations with them about him when those when that warrant was issued, which was at the same time as the sanctions. To what extent do you suspect, uh, Nicola, Ireland's case with the UAE will be strengthened by the involvement of US authorities in this crackdown on the Kinahans in recent years? There's all sorts of political factors going on here. And I think... The, probably the biggest is the fact that the UAE are trying to clean up their image. Um, you know, they don't want to be seen as being a haven for drug lords and for money laundering, even though sort of the facts as we look at them look a bit different. But they certainly are trying to clean up their act. They have, in fairness, handed back others to other EU countries that are wanted. Um, but all the while, as this goes on and as the political wheels and the, the wheels of justice take so long, the Kinahans are deepening their links with Iran, um, you know, a place where they have been 
um, working with and laundering and storing some of their funds. So, you know, the slower it goes, the kind of more time it gives mm. them to shore up their debts and all the rest of it. But I think there is definitely confidence here in Ireland that they will be coming home and, you know, that will happen and we will see them before the special criminal courts. Um, it's hard to say that for absolute definite, but the confidence definitely exists here. Is there any possibility that the Kinnahans following this story just decide to move to another jurisdiction? Well, you know, they obviously have in the past operated on false passports um, you know, they have access to huge amount of funds, absolutely enormous billions, eye-watering amounts of money. Um, they appear to be happily operating in around Dubai. There's been sightings of them carrying on business as normal and pretty much, you know, while they're not sort of walking down the street as such, they have been seen out and about in places where they feel safe. Mm. So they certainly still feel they don't need to leave Dubai. Their options are really limited when you go further um, into sort of uh, corrupt territories or you look at Iran, I'm not 100% sure they'd be able to live the lifestyle that they would like to there. Um, you know, there's other parts of the world that could be open to them. But again, um, they, for the moment, feel comfortable, certainly in Dubai. Um, you'd like to think, given the amount of pressure being put on the Emirates between the, the sanctions, um, you know, and the international, the amount of the amount of chat mm. and general reporting around the Kinahans, you would like to think that there's a watching brief on them that they aren't able to just leave the country. And when you describe them as being able to go about their business, how much of their business, the old family business, if we'll call it that, are they still able to do there? But they're just so high up. They're at the very tip top of the drug trade. Mm. So they are literally, you know, moving shipments of drugs around the world. I mean, the uh, you know, they've been linked to quite a few shipments and seizures that have happened here over the past few years. So th because they're not hands on with anything and haven't been for such a long time, they're literally financing the movement and, you know, cooperating with certain regimes um, to move drugs. So, you know, they're at the very top of that ladder. Um, and when you're there, you are pretty untouchable uh, until it all ends. And of course, it all does. There's very few of them who are unwanted posters by the US Treasury that ever escape. I mean, you ha only have to look to some of the, the Mexicans and others that... Um, have seemed so untouchable and on the run for years and ultimately end up before courts in the US. So, you know, there's never really a clear retirement uh, package for people like this who are so well known, but they carry on business. They're moving drugs around the globe and they're still mm. making money. And that's uh, unfortunately the fact of it. Nicola, always good to talk to you. Thank you very much uh, for uh, that explanation and making as such sense of it uh, first Nicola Talent is investigations editor with Sunday World The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk